This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And listening to Chris and Leicester Tonight Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes! You're watching Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Leicester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Right, Chris. All right there. All right the back. How are you all? How the devil are you? How's it going? Um, It's Friday. <laughs> and I'm here yet again. <laughs> I feel like just leave me on repeat. I repeat a lot myself anyway. Uh, but we are back with the preview show. We've got Arsenal tomorrow. I'm a little bit worried, I'm not going to lie. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. This is where you can watch and listen to us. Listen on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. 
Indeed, and if you're not on YouTube, please get on over there and give us a like and a subscribe. It's Lester Till I Die TV, and uh, the subscriptions really, really do help and support the channel. Um, World Sports Network, you, you posted this at quarter to three saying, it's not on, lads. Um, it wasn't at quarter to three. You did confuse me. I've replied to you, but... Time difference, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Orange Juice, good evening. How are you? Um, potential lineup. We'll be possibly talking about that later. Um, Dan, I can't show the Dan again. I, I was uh, got a little bit of a slap wrist off from YouTube for showing Dan before, so I can't show Dan again. I think it was probably too long. I normally get away with them. Maisie, how the devil are you? Welcome along. <laughs> Looking forward to Spurs tomorrow. She's a Man United fan. Get over there. Check her channel out. She does a lot of non-Man United stuff. Um, who can blame her these days? Uh, ladies, football, England ladies, the Lionesses. Um, it's the stack race tomorrow. Spurs versus Man United. Tell you what, with them two at the wheel, Nuno and, uh, and Ollie, it could be a bit of a car crash. So how are you doing? Um Orange Juice, Leicester City versus Arsenal potential lineup, please. I did say, calm down, Orange. I did say we would uh, look at that in in uh, in a bit in the show. Um, yeah, so I never thought we'd be where we are to be honest with you at the start of the season because when we said Arsenal didn't have a very good start to the season, let's be honest with you. Nor did we. What are your thoughts on the game? Do you think we're going to do it, or do you think it's going to be harder than that? I mean, we've been taking the. So we should say we, we. <laughs> yeah, you're dreading tomorrow, Maisie. I'm not overly keen on it. I've got to be honest with you. I'm a little bit nervous, especially as I've been. Uh, I've been doing this for most of the season, and I think it might just come back and bite me on the ball. <laughs> I do. Are you going to get bitten on the bum tomorrow, uh, Brad? I, I should hope not. I shouldn't be going anywhere to get bit on the bum. Um, that, hi, Chris. It's uh, it's good to be back. It's been a while. It has. Who are you? Who are you? I don't know, Who right. are you? People forgot I used to do videos for you. It's been that. It's a, it's been a full, nearly a full twenty four hours, mate. In fact, I tell you what, just in case people are a little bit confused. Oh no, your name is up there. Your name is up there, so they will uh, <laughs> just so they remember yeah. you. You might as well move in with me this week. Yeah, for all it's been, it's been cheaper a mile round. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how much I charge. You know? Well, that is true. That is true. <laughs> That's the, the basics is just the extras you've got to be careful of. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, let's quickly change the subject. Just want to remind people if you if you didn't see it uh, before the game start, get on over to us uh, our YouTube channel, Lester Till I Die. Search down the list until you come to the prediction show uh, banners and watch uh, not yesterday's show, Wednesday's show, I think it was. We, we had Mark Selby uh, who, who supplied, he wasn't on it, but he supplied his thoughts on who's going to win this weekend. Uh, I think it was it, it it was quite interesting, wasn't it, Brad? I know he wasn't on the show, but it was quite yeah, interesting yeah. his thoughts. No, no. Unfortunately, he couldn't commit to doing a like a little preview voice video for us. Mm. But it was still it's huge for this channel and you, Chris. So very well done getting it because 
you know, people say, oh, how do you get these people on the show? How do you get responses from them? And, and you do the hard work that people don't see, and, that, and that's reach out to these people and take a chance. And Mark was very, very gracious with his yeah. reply. He was very happy, even though he knew he couldn't spare time to do a video. He, he was more than happy to give his predictions. And frame one, and I don't want to give anything away, but I do want to see if I can get that video, uh, some more looks and people that maybe question it. We don't always see eye to eye. We like to make contrasting points and we, we like to try and maybe fight the other corner when it comes to points. And people might think we never get on, mate. And go on, just, just if you don't think me and Chris can always see eye to eye on the right sort of things, just go and check that one out because it's very, very interesting mm. for how, how things went throughout that whole predictions, including the jester from Leicester. His yes. predictions were fairly similar to... To, to, to say not too much. He, he was different yeah. both of us on. The worrying yeah. thing is, of course, after that show, I can't really close the gap on you. No, it's <laughs> big, big brain box. Big That's brain. Problem. Big, big brain. How's it going then, on the long ball, mate? How's it going on the long ball? I did actually, if anybody follows us on Twitter, which is at Leicester TID, or Facebook, which is Leicester Till I Die, the group, we also do a, a proper prediction league with uh, Ian Marshall, the ex-player, on the thing called long, the longball.net. Um, I was trying uh, to think where you were. This is where, see, I, I'm surprised. A, I'm surprised you took this long to, to rub it in, that I'm not doing particularly well in there. Considering I didn't do half a prediction for last week, I actually did better. I did excuses. nearly as good as you did, I. Excuses, excuses, sir. No, I've had an absolute mare. I am the Norwich football manager of the world in the long ball for some reason. I can do home away or draws, but I can't do scores. That rider <laughs> didn't even know it. <laughs> it's funny because whatever we pick in the actual show, like the one uh, the other day with Mark Selby, and what we do in the long ball, it's completely yeah. different. It is it's like whichever one I do second, it's because my brain goes, you know, them predictions you made last time? Yeah, that was a stupid idea. Let's go for this instead. Yes. <laughs> I can, I can be honest with you. I can, I did, I did mine this week almost. It was only just like an hour or so after the show, and I couldn't remember what I'd gone for. <laughs> that was you know the, uh, that was that the bad thing. Me, the amount of times I do these sort of predictions, uh, obviously, this is where I do most of my prediction stuff, uh, but I do others like on my phone and whatnot. Yeah, and I see results coming in. And I'm like, oh, I went for that. Oh, I've got that. And then I check it, and it's like, oh, no, I didn't. Maybe I should have. That, 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 that's what Mark went for very quickly. So get on over to the show and and, and check it all out. But we got a little match on. Well, it's tomorrow, twelve thirty. That means I've got to actually be up at about eleven to get the team announcements at half eleven. Bloody BT, what are you doing at that time in the morning on a Saturday? Um, twelve thirty kickoff from the KP. Hashtag LEIARS. Uh, the referee, not too sure about this one, Michael Oliver. And the VAR is Jared Gillett. And like I say, it's on BT Sport. If you want to listen to it, it's on TalkSport, Radio Leicester, or lcfc.com forward slash radio. Um, this is our history against Arsenal in the Premier League, Brad. Played them 30 times. We've only won five. They've got 17. <laughs> so history is not with us. No, but no, was it against Manchester United? And look what happened there. Yeah. And I know that's... 
that might sound lightweight like getting in on the Man U banter, but that generally shows just how times have changed. Because if you was to, and this is this is again proving my theory. Sorry, were you having a little bit of Man United banter there? Were you? No, me. Us do something like that, Chris. You wouldn't allow it. <laughs> Apologise, I'm continuing. I love it. That I always, love it. That always cracks me up. It really does. Just the video itself, I don't even realise the bit at the bottom. It just cracks me up. It really does. Well, stay tuned because there may be another version coming up later. Yeah, but again, like, like my point, <laughs> but I was getting to, that was brilliant. It threw me off. It's brilliant. But <laughs> if you looked at that over recent history, you'd probably see that Leicester may be edging that record in recent yeah. times. You know, a lot of them defeats came under a very glorious Arsenal um, tenure. Let's be honest. It was the Arsenal Wenger tenure, no matter what certain groups of Arsenal fans thought of Wenger's time near his end. Um, that was like a year on Reese Burkamps. More recently, it, it's it's a whole different ball game for Leicester fans. I think we come into this game with just as much confidence as Arsenal fans might do in in, in the sense of getting something positive from today's uh, from tomorrow's game. Well, fingers crossed. I mean, I, I made the point in a, in a show earlier on in the week, which was that as soon as we played Arsenal uh, earlier in the season when they were sort of struggling and. And, you know, there were prime uh, candidates to be on the BBC's pointless. Um, but as that was pointed out, at that particular time, we weren't that good either. No, we weren't. But it was one of them that you felt... You you could also look at that in a way as that could have been a game that if we had a bit earlier, we might have got this run that we're on started a bit earlier. Um, because yeah. Arsenal may have came here, tried to play defensively. Um, not said that they might not try that. I... I, I, I I wouldn't suggest that, but I have listened to Brendan's press conference. So who knows that, you know, but, you know, coming here in a different spirit, it might still work in Leicester's favour because if Arsenal have got a bit of confidence and try and get at us early, we're just as good as picking off teams and sitting back as we are being on the front foot. So it's going to be an interesting one. I am looking forward to this meeting with Arsenal. I, I'm, I'm, to be honest with you, I, I'm a bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I said it at the top of the show. Uh, oh. Going into this match, uh, this is the form. I mean, they're, they're on the back of a 3-1 win over Villa, but they've actually won. And, and you know, this is what makes me laugh. And I'm on an Arsenal uh, chat. This is Luca's Life uh, channel at nine o'clock tonight with a couple of Arsenal fans. Um, and no doubt, knowing, knowing which Arsenal fans are on there, we will have a bit of an Arteta out rant, I'm sure. I might, I might just have to mention it just to wind them up. But with that form, you know, three wins are not they're not beaten in five. Is you know, <laughs> you've got to, in fairness, say, shut up. What are you moaning about? Yeah, very true. And I think a lot of Arsenal fans, and I think I've said to you before that the the, the thing that are the Arsenal fans fear is probably the same as what Manchester United fans do, but probably. Right now, certainly not to the same extent as um, as Man United fans are, but uh, you get the sense and feeling from the from people I've spoke to that they just fear that a team like Leicester turn up, beat them two nil, three one, two one, whatever, 
Mm. And that starts a bit of a chain reaction. And I think if you were to ask both camps, if they were to lose tomorrow, who's more confident that they'll bounce back? I think it'd be Leicester fans that, that seemingly feel more confident mm. that they could bounce back if it, the result doesn't go their way tomorrow. Whereas Arsenal yeah. fans will be kind of thinking, the heart sinks. That's the impression I'm getting from people I've spoke to that I know well, support. There, there's, a, there's an Arsenal fan just popped in. Static, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Um, you guys are the favourites. I want you guys to win. Uh, now, I, I know you know you may be not a, 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 an Arteta fan. Uh, and in fairness, you know, I, I think the signs, you know, there's a few green shoots of improvement coming along. And, and if, if he's still there in a few years, who knows? But... Even when we had Puel, and not many Leicester fans were behind Puel, I don't think we ever actually wanted wanted the other side to beat us, did we? I'm just going to say that, um, no, A, we didn't. We really didn't. There might have been a few people. I think every ground, every team base has the minority of what I call idiots. And that generalises to idiots that are always anti... Nothing Nothing personal. No. Uh, no, but no, no, I know I know static means it in jest. Yes. Um, so it, there's a difference in how you interpret when someone says it, but when they're being genuine, yeah, every, you know, no club's immune to the idiots, unfortunately. It, it, it's something we're just going to have to eke out of football. I wouldn't say, because I don't like saying we have to tolerate it. I don't think you should have to tolerate them sort of idiots that are like that in football, especially, obviously, I don't want to talk about it. It's a very, not a nice subject to have to bring up, yeah. but obviously racism and that, you know, they're the idiots I'm talking about mainly. Yeah. And I'm, uh, but, you know, static is a blue, is a blue, is a blue, static really is a blue, he hates Tottenham. I won't say he hates Arsenal because I, I, I know he's been. <laughs> I'll, I'll be no, he loves Arsenal. It's just Arteta that, that, yeah. that he hates. And no, 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 don't get don't get splintered in your bottom static. You know, don't sit on that fence too long. Get off no, no, right. no, one side on. or the other. But the thing is, I think, and it's it, it maybe Arsenal are actually quite relieved that this is at Leicester more so than a bit like you know when when Newcastle uh, were at home. Steve Bruce knew he was going to get a lot more hassle once the fans were back than if they were playing away. If this was at um, the Emirates and we went ahead quite early, you can imagine the Arsenal fans, and I know the away fans probably will, they'll be getting on the you know the team and Arteta's back. Yeah, and you know what? For all the sticks, and I know they're a broken record when people bring them up, but for all the stick channels like Arsenal fan TV do get at a time. I have to admit, I, I have a lot of time for certain one of their members. There's one in particular, and I won't say names because I'm not going to get into it. It's my own personal opinion, so I don't want anyone jumping on anybody. There's one there I'm not that fond with, but him aside, I actually do give them a lot of credit when it comes to Leicester Arsenal on their channels. They have a lot of respect for us to a degree. You know, yes, there might be a bit of, confidence and arrogance on their side because they're Arsenal fans, they've got to back the team, they're going to be biased, you expect yes. that, but they're actually quite complimentary of us, they actually see us as a genuine threat, which the other supporters of bigger clubs uh, perceived on paper and history, should we say like, you know, maybe don't give us a credit we always find with a Man City or a Manchester United, it's all about how bad they were and not how good yes. um, Leicester yeah. were, 
where at least with them Arsenal fans, I do find that they're willing to give credit. And maybe that's because they're more all like, yeah, the blood Arteta out and all that. But I do feel I have a bit more of a time and respect for Arsenal in that sense with their fan base. Because I think you have are. with a lot of these, there are a lot of these bigger clubs. Yeah. I mean, it's banter. I mean, static, I've known static. Tony, hiya, mate. Welcome along. How the devil are you? Um, you know, he's moved from Arsenal to Brentford. <laughs> Don't blame him, to be honest with you. Uh, the Ford will lose to a property. I mean... It's banter. We know you love your team. We know you don't like your manager. We've all been there. You know, we know we've had we've had David Pleats and we've had Peter Taylors. We've we've had managers we've not been, you know, we've not liked before. But the thing the thing is it's banter. It's banter. And I think from, from Leicester's point of view, it's always a case it's a case of not being to put it bluntly, it's nice to see these bigger clubs imploding. You know, it's yeah. nice to see, yeah. you know, those of us that are old enough remember when you guys weren't the big six. And there was a, there was a show that was advertised later and the, the person that put the show up was in the chat, don't know if they still are, and they know what, what I'm saying is very much tongue-in-cheek, but there was a uh, post up earlier. Um, they're picking the, the, the best team from the big six. And I kind of said, well, you see, that's what annoys like Leicester, Everton, West Ham and all those sort of fans, is that you fans think you are a big six because how can you call Arsenal a big six? How can you call Spurs a big six? And I'm not saying that you can say that Leicester are, don't get me wrong, but on current form, they're not. You know, it simply is a big three and a half. Yeah, um, (laughs) but... Yeah, if you, the thing is, you could argue it back and forth for both sides because you you could agree, and I think you'd find the, the 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 proper honest fans would agree right now that the likes of Arsenal and Tottenham aren't currently top six, top top six car- caliber. You know, and there, there is a few of their fans out there that agree they're not top top six caliber caliber right now, and they would put the likes of West Ham, Everton, and Leicester mainly probably West Ham. And Leicester, because they've been, you know, West Ham are, are looking to back up a, a successful campaign last year, and Leicester have been quite successful throughout. But I think that the, there's a lot of people that, that say, end of the day, whether you like them or not, facts are facts. And historically, categorically, on, on terms of what they've achieved in their longevity as a club on, on a whole, they are the bigger six out of every team because of what they've achieved and what they've won. So it's just one of them. I agree on, but I I see both sides of the coin. It's this argument, how do you class? And and, and to be honest with you, I'd probably take top six more than big six because the big six, in fairness to the fans, and let's say it's banter going between us, but, you know, it's a sky-induced thing and they've classed the six teams that have the biggest audience around the world. Not the oh, fact that they're the biggest team that have won. It's who can bring the money in for Sky TV. Now, will Newcastle, and you could argue that they're a big six with their history, because with the thing with history is how far back do you go? And I will still argue to Man United fans, pre-Ferguson, Liverpool were the bigger club in the country than Man United were. And you can't, I think, because to me, the fan base does not make you the biggest club. Because it all depends yeah. where you're from. It's yeah. what you and can that, win. And Liverpool yeah. were winning everything at that point. Yeah. And then there is this. There is probably a third part to the argument that would completely back up exactly what you've just said there, Chris. Is, is essentially, 
the big sip, the big sip. I cannot speak today. Cannot speak today. <laughs> the big six. You cleaned your teeth this morning. Can't do a thing with them. I know, right? <laughs> but the big six is is exactly what you've just described it as. It was something that was made up. Essentially, there mm. was many a decade because because if you started it right back from time, you'd have your villas and your derbies and your forests. Was would have been the original big six, big six. But we don't refer to them as big six. We now no. just say they're a big club. Oh, they're a big club with great history, but then they're so it kind of that, and again that can counter argument those people that say history says we're the big six. Well, yeah, you know them clubs have had the argument that they've won European yeah. trophies as well. I I do fall to the theorists out there in a little bit. I have to admit I can be a sucker for someone that makes a very good compelling argument towards it, and I think it is exactly what you said, Chris, to, to coin someone. I can't remember the channel I was watching when they were discussing it, but they basically said that. I think it might have been the big kickoff show. Um, that's not a sponsored advertisement for their channel. I, you know I like True Geordie, and I know you do too, and probably people have heard of it. Um, well, I think one of them basically said that it's almost like the Premier League went, right, we're getting a big name for ourselves. If we can come up with a title and pick six big selling clubs, mm. let's lock them off and make them sound as more prestigious than realistically they are, which probably yeah. puts more pressure on them. And I think that's why you see a lot of big managers yeah. classes failed there. I think if there was no title to a big six, a lot more managers would have been given more fair time. And and again, yeah. it alters the fans' expectations because you don't have that title to it. Yeah. I mean, again, with Chelsea, Priya Bramovic, they spent just as long in the second tier, probably as they did in, in yeah. the top tier. Tony's moaning about Halloween and fireworks. And it is, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. this week on these are... Oh, these are the Halloween fixtures, um, yeah. and I so think you know. Looking at those, looking at those shows, I think there's going to be some horror results out there, isn't there? <laughs> 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 Indeed, it will be a scary weekend, but it's also, um, it, I'm not sure this is our remembrance, this can't be our remembrance match, can it? I've I, I read somewhere that it's, it's coming, it might be this one that they're going to make the remembrance match. Maybe somebody can tell us. I mean, Dortmund is um, a very good, sorry, Brad. Uh, no, I was just about to say, I think it, it all depends on if this is our home game, if our next home game won't be until after Remembrance Day. I think sometimes some clubs, because they want to do it home and away, don't they? These yes. sort of things, it's quite traditional. Yeah. So if, if I'm not if, sure I'm who we've not, got after. It's Leeds next week away. It's Leeds next week. Sure. And then yeah. I can't think it might. No, no. We have the weekend after whoever it is on that week. But uh, yeah, but so that might be why. That's a very good point here. He said there's no Arsenal players who could make it into the Leicester team. Although Arsenal would love to have five or six of ours. I mean, we did start I, doing. We, I, I do mean, before you one. say anything, Brad. Sorry, uh, we sorry, we sorry. did start doing with with uh, Craig a um, a combined eleven that we think Ooh. from fit players. So it's not just the squad; it's the fit players who we would put in that that combined eleven. And the other day for Brentford, uh, Craig, um, yeah, Craig actually said we can't do it because there's nobody I would pick. And somebody, mm. I think, said exactly the same about Arsenal. 
See the I, I, I think there is there is probably one spot for contention for me, and that is probably now people might shoot me for this, and just remember I, I do like him here, but should something not happen with the Lukeman deal, for Leicester to go to the playing the wide formation, which would include Harvey Barnes and, and, and a right winger, I would be inclined to say that I think. Saka would get into our team in that sense. Mm. I think he's probably the only one. Maybe Smith Rowe, but I wouldn't immediately think about him being a starting eleven um, player. But there is probably one or two that Leicester fans wouldn't turn their nose at getting. Um, mm. But I do agree it'd be difficult to do a combined eleven because I'd literally just name the eleven, and I'd, I'd be forced to do a formation which includes the left and right wingers to put Saka in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's only because technically Lukeman isn't our official player. That's the yeah, only yeah. reason I put him in. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, can't, you can't get away from the fact that you did say there's not one Austin player I would put in the combined eleven. Yeah, I didn't think about it until I thought about oh, technically Lukeman isn't yeah. ours, and that formation I would have to get one, but. Yeah, Nathan says her ears are burning, I think, because of the laugh. You know, uh, as long as the only your ears that are burning, Maisie, put the key ring yeah. down. Um, oh, oh, boy, the way he's going, it'll be Chris's wallet that's burning if you keep asking for these royalties. <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm just, uh, like I say, we, we, won't, we won't mention the key ring. Um, orange, <laughs> orange juice, please bear with us. We've got to, <laughs> you keep asking for, we know you've asked for the uh, potential. We will be doing it, We will come to that, but we're not going to chuck it into the middle of the show. We will, you put yours up, which I put up earlier. We will be possibly looking at that, as I say, later. So please, please bear with us. Um, <laughs> and I think that's Maisie saying, I'm not going to just say no to the uh, to the keyring, I think. Um, Anyway, this is Leicester Arsenal this weekend. Um, we were looking before at the form going into the game. Um, yes, and I'm just, uh, we've looked at the head to head. I mean, this is the season so far. Uh, I don't know if you can you can see that at all, Brad. No, I can't. Really. You have to read uh, that out. Let me read that out to you. So basically, um, we're, we're nights to their 10th. We both won four games. We've both drawn two. We've both lost three. Uh, average goal scored per match, we're 1.6, they're 1.1. Average goals conceded, we're 1.6, they're 1.4. And then this is where you think this could end up in a boring nil-nil. Clean sheets, we've only kept one all season. I think we need to get Ranieri and his pizzas back. They have kept three clean sheets. Uh, but created chances per match. We've created, we, you know, as has averaged out to one chance a match. Arsenal is 0.67. It's, this this could be a snooze fest, couldn't it? <laughs> you know what? It, it all points to, doesn't it? All this talk about goals and, and no clean sheets and both teams on form, everybody scoring up front for both sides. Q nil nil. Um, really? Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it would be typical of that. Um, it's it's gonna be. I think it's gonna. Either way, though, I do think even if it is somehow nil nil, which wouldn't surprise me at all, knowing our luck, um, I still think it'd be an entertaining game because of the form the forwards are in and some of the ways that goals have been created, especially from a Leicester perspective, have been 
quite special of late. I think there'll yeah. be some intricate moves my, put my, together. My, my reply to that, because Maisie is saying this game could be like a Burnley Norwich. All I will say, Maisie, is can we play you every week, every week, every week? Can we play you every week, Man United? Yeah, you made me sing, Maisie. You made me sing. But... Now you've done it. Now you've done it. Well done, Maisie. <laughs> but yeah, we 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 uh, we do like playing Man United at the moment. Four two. Um, but, oh, four, I mean, four two never bring it up. No, oh, last two games. I mean, this is our most recent record, though. In fairness, against Arsenal, and it's actually um, um, not as bad as you think. I mean, they beat us three one last time out. Um, but we beat them 1-0 in the first game. I remember that first uh, Leicester-Arsenal game, the 1-0, looking at the uh, the the lineup that uh, that uh, Brendan had put out, thinking, oh, my God, Brendan, what the hell are you doing? And we won 1-0, and you suddenly think, yeah, he's a masterclass. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. But, you know, before that, a 1-1, but then we got a 2-0 and a 3-0. So recent history against Arsenal probably does point more to a Leicester win. Yeah, it really does. Like I, it's exactly what I said to you earlier when you brought up the overall record. Leicester are more than edging it, actually, as you've shown there <laughs> in recent history. You know, ever since probably our return to the the Premier League, they've they've obviously we know they did the double over us and won the league in February after, and then we won it again in May. You know, yes. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and they, they've. I think I think if I'm correct and thinking about it, you just put it up there and you've said that right that. They only beat us uh, uh, for the first time at the King Power last season, since yeah. that season. So you would like to think that Leicester have the advantage, um, but they will be wary of what Arsenal could do because despite what we think about the opposition that they've beat and got results against, mm. you know, we do always come on here and say you can only beat what's in front of you. And Leicester have to make sure that they do that um, tomorrow afternoon because... This will be a game that I think both teams um, will want to get maximum points from it. And and you could see a game that's, you know, neither team's also going to want to lose it 3-1 or 3-0 or something like that. Mm. They're going to make sure that even if they don't come out with the right result, the performance gets a result that they can look back on and take a lot more positives out of. Because yeah, this yeah. could be a vital fixture for both teams in their season. It does. I think. It does. I'm a bit worried about Maisie because Maisie actually likes my singing voice. And if you call me Christopher Maisie, I will stop liking you. That's my my mother and my ex-wife told her, used to call me that when they were telling me off, and that was it. But a quick another message here for the Arsenal, and I'm making the most of this because just in case we lose tomorrow. But a message here for the Arsenal fans. <laughs> Apologise, I'm continue. How is that process going there, Arsenal fans? Uh, Devils United wants Brad and me to do a duet together. Oh, no, you don't. Um, no, the last time we, we all tried singing together, probably dogs and cats were screaming outside. Anyone remember <laughs> that Euro song? 
Scott, Scott, I mean, Scott, I, I do love your optimism this weekend. I seriously do. Um, Scott, you've gone 5 3 to Leicester. Uh, in my life, if I have, if you know, like that film Groundhog Day, if I have to have a Groundhog weekend, I want it to be this weekend because the according to Scott, there's going to be like 150 goals this weekend. Love it, Scott. I love it. We need to get you on next week, Scott. Give me a message and we'll have a chat. Um, Yes, yeah, yes, Tony, I do love playing that clip. You're quite right. Dorco, win and we go fifth. Well, we do for about an hour and a half, depending on what happens in the rest of the games. But don't, don't we go fourth if we win by a few goals because of Man United's heroics against Liverpool? Yes. I think I think I don't know what Brad is Brad's colouring doing paint. You'll, you'll, you'll see orange juice is very excited for what I've got written on my board. That's all you need to know. If you haven't picked up the hint, that's what I've been doing on the board. All it's I will say is all I will say is that it will be one of those moments where you're just about to do it and the stream ends. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so that, that's I'm still thinking of that 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 guy laughing still at the moment. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Brad is writing his lyrics for the uh, for the duet. <laughs> that's on the other side of it. Oh, not that side. Can't see that. It's got a copyright. Tetters at the wheel. Tetters at the wheel. <laughs> I can't if say. If were driving towards each other, they'd miss. If we win, do you think? It, yeah. If we win, do you think it's going to be like less to get rid of another manager? No, no, I don't. And 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 the reason being is is, is he's actually. I mean, they're, they're in form. You don't really sack a manager after one blip result, no matter what you think of the manager. Well, yeah, but. Yeah, but then Watford live on a different planet to the rest of the Premier League, their owners. So we, we don't we ignore them sacking managers because I reckon you could win six in a row with manager a month and come seventh and they'd still sack you. Um, yeah, that's very true. Um, but no, I can't see Arteta getting the sacked. In fact, they've probably shown enough form already that if they kind of do that throughout the season, then they will probably sneak into the six or seven spots mm. you know kind of stumble there in a weird way people think oh, i'm not sure how they got there but when you look back at their results like we just have they're actually despite who they've been playing and again what people think of the teams they've beaten and drawn they're, they're in good form so no i can't see us getting a sack in um and talking, as of, much talking as also managers, might want it. yeah talking to managers um brendan's come out again having been linked with both man united and um uh, Barcelona, um, that he is happy at Leicester. So, guys, if you if you sat there being a newspaper editor, save the ink, save the planet. Oh, I tell you what, I tell you what, Chris, right? I'll chip in with you, right? Should we just get a, a white shirt and with words on it saying, "I'm happy here," and send it to Leicester City and address it to Brendan, so we could just go for his press conferences and just put that out. Yes, I'd love yeah. it if he did something like that. I, I would, it'd be I'd love it. Legend. I would love it. <laughs> love it if he Kevin Keegan did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it is becoming a joke. To be totally honest with you, any player, any managerial position, and Leicester are going to lose the things. I mean, I, I dared to think what it would cost them in compensation if they did, and Barcelona I couldn't afford it with the moment anyway because they're almost going out of business. But yeah, he, you know, he's had to come out and say it again. 
you know, just a few weeks after reconfirming his commitment to City amid links to Newcastle, Rodgers has had to do so again, with his name mentioned in connection with those two high-profile jobs that I mentioned. Um, and he goes on to say, he insisted that he still wants to continue working on the project at the King Power Stadium, where he has a contract until 2025. Guys, if you had decent clubs, you'd be getting it right in the first instance, not in the uh, not having to uh, worry about uh, getting somebody to replace somebody. Because I mean, Ollie, he's just got a new contract, if my memory serves me right, Maisie. And uh, Arteta, well, let's not go there, eh? You know. Um, so this weekend, um, few injuries going about. Few injuries going about. We don't know with. Um, uh, is it Ben White? Yeah, Ben White that Arsenal signed for. Um, yeah, I heard million. Ben White might not yeah. be fit. But apparently, the whole uh, the whole team Arsenal struck by sickness bug, and fifty million pound man hasn't trained ahead of Leicester City, and yet no, somebody ben said White, they have seen him. Playing. Sorry, if that's Ben White, then he's not playing. Well, they said Sorry. that, but then the people have said they've seen him on the training pitch. So you don't know what to believe, do you? You know. No, uh, no. I mean, we all remember what happened with Maguire, didn't we? They said he wouldn't yeah. play. Probably shouldn't have played. To be fair, yeah. he did. Clearly, he clearly was still injured, but yeah, yes. you never know. Hopefully, yeah. Arteta's looked to that, and even if he has trained, they may have thought, well, we saw what Maguire did after one training session. We're not yeah. going to risk it, but we'll see. We'll see. I know. Um. Talking about their, their injuries, look at our injuries. Ricardo and Perez may miss the match. Uh, I think I think uh, Ricardo's just got quite a bit of a twinge he's done again, hasn't he? Uh, but we continue to be monitored. So we're not yeah. saying that they're out, but they are being monitored. And this is what we thought. Jamie Vardy will be back and available after sitting out the Brighton Cup match. And that has got to be a good thing because I'll take lead on from that to our my new did you know section um just to hear Leicester striker Jimmy Jimmy Vardy Jamie Vardy has scored more Premier League goals against Arsenal than he has versus any other side in there was a competition in, within the Premier League 11 only Wayne Rooney has netted more against Arsenal he does like playing Arsenal doesn't he it really does. Yeah, I actually saw that myself on Leicester's video uh, with the press conference with Brendan. It was brought up and I was not surprised by the fact that he'd got so many goals against Arsenal because he's quite, probably the, the first big six, big six, right? big six club that springs to mind when people say, who, which one of them does Jamie Vardy score the most past? You'd instincts take you straight to Arsenal. But yeah. And it is written for him, and he does like a headline. Something he does like breaking records. Um, so um, you know, you wouldn't put it past Jamie Vardy to bag twice tomorrow and 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 break Rooney's record and and sit there on lucky thirteen. I guess. I guess in fairness, and I've just got to really, really say, Maisie, thank you so much for this. Oh, um, thank you, Maisie. Well done. She's become, she's become a member. I've got to go and check what you get now. <laughs> you get us. That's what you get for free. Yes. You get yeah, us for yeah. Free. No, you get us now for your rates. Where we get <laughs> for, those, for, those, for those that watched, used to watch EastEnders, Brad will turn up at your door, you'll open the door and he'll be there with just a spinning bow tie on. I <laughs> am not Frank. I am not Frank. <laughs> I'm, 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 old, I'm old enough to know that. 
But Maisie, you are a lady. Thank you so much for that. That is really most appreciated. Um, I, I, put me off. What, what was I saying before? Oh, yeah, I was going to say, Jamie Vardy, he does like... The thing with Jamie Vardy is, whether it be Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, Spurs, etc., he does score more against the... I'm not going to say it, I'm going to say the top six, because they do play... To his strengths, unfortunately for them, but unfortunate for us, and he'll always get more goals than like a Brentford that packed the back line. Yeah, they will, and and you know that that's no disrespect to any other club. Every club kind of manages the the, the quality they've got, but in combat teams in different ways. Sometimes mm. we see, you know, one team might put. 10 men behind the ball against us to their own discretion, if that's what the manager thinks is going to stop us. And it might work. But then next week, you know, another team might try and put 10 men behind the ball and it doesn't work unless to go away with a 3 0 win. You know, yeah. this is going to be very interesting if because Arsenal, like you said, are one of them teams that probably feel that even if Leicester strike, they can still damage us playing their way, kind of, they can power through being 1-0 down, they can come back and win a game, whereas some teams may feel that if they let the lead go and get caught out, Leicester are a team they know can just go bang-bang with a couple of quick-fire goals and all of a sudden they're climbing a mountain, uh, mm. especially given our form and how we're playing football at the moment, in all competitions. Yes. As well yeah. as just the league. And just going back to the old, the Did You Know page, because this will lead us very nicely into the one to watch. But two of the four players aged 21 or younger to create more than 10 chances in the Premier League this season are Arsenal duo Smith-Rowe with 13 and Saka with 14, with Smith-Rowe assisting in two of his last four Premier League appearances. I think you might say there are a couple to watch, wouldn't you? I certainly would, uh, and one of them is uh, Mr. Smith Rowe. There we go. Uh, Do tell he, us why. You know, for you know, normally when Arsenal have had a bad run, you probably look towards a player and think, "Where's their anchor? Where's the guy that's taking the games by the scruff of the neck?" You can see a bit of passion in him. You can see somebody who's willing to back up the quality that they hold within that squad with the likes of Obama Yang. And, and, and it was a toss-up between Saka and Smith-Rowe. But I think, maybe it's because I'm a Leicester fan, but I think the one that goes a bit unsung out of the pair of them is Smith-Rowe. I think Saka takes a lot of plaudits. Um, maybe that's because of his Euros you know, and, and, his, and his good form. I don't know. But Smith-Rowe is going to be a danger for us. He's very high of energy. He, he, he does play a very good game when he's on it and he does seem to really, really want to represent the shirt of Arsenal. You know, there's been questions in Arsenal's past 10 years, players like Alexis Sanchez, Meza Ozil, without getting done politically, very big statements and they've always had a player that maybe Arsenal are focused, and I said it before on, on a few other channels, I maybe said the, the issue of Arsenal is, is they were focusing more on the big expensive name and trying to please them than they were considering these youngsters that have got the passion and wear the shirt and they're not thinking about next week getting another 300 grand through the door. Mm. They're thinking about making a name for themselves to the club. And Smith Rowe has really impressed me. And like I said, um, I think if he was to maybe 
take two players from Arsenal. I'd be very happy for um, Smith Rowe to, to be a Leicester player um, because I think you would find a way to fit him into your team. Again, maybe not an 11 with how well the, the midfield is playing at this current time, but I, I definitely feel if you look at the quality we brought in this window, he matches more than matches that calibre of player to bring in. I, I If I was Arsenal, they're wanting to improve, continue using players like Smith Rowe and give them time. Because look what's happening at Leicester and Chelsea. I'll give it credit for all the bands they take for having 400 loans out. With Tuchel, the, the youth gets a bit of a chance. Leicester are a prime example of it. If Arsenal keep following that pattern, they will improve. The fans and the manager and the board especially have to just bear with them. Because he's a good what he is a good player to watch. You know. Yes. Yeah. Regardless now, of I'm gonna, player. I'm gonna make you and grapefruit juice, sorry, orange juice, very, very happy in a minute. And we're gonna do that straight after this short break. <laughs> will dazzle you. They make the three stooges look like amateurs. Maybe. That's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> New show coming up. Thank you, sir. New show coming up. The first one's Monday at 7. Beyond the 90. Um, Ants, Leicester fan channel and Leicester Till I Die getting together and we're going to be looking back at the last month Uh at Leicester City Football Club. Nothing else, just Leicester City and what we've done. Plenty to talk about in the last month because we've had, a, as normal with Leicester, had our fair shares of up and up and downs. Now we can we can actually take it one further than your your, your uh, notes if this works, which is what I was doing whilst I was there. We can actually do this on on screen. Um, yes. And let's do this. We found this out the other day, and it's a it's a bit of a, a nice new gadget. This sticking us at the bottom. Uh, not, yeah, that not, that not that we particularly like bottoms or whatever. What formation have you gone for, Brad? I have. You better, you no, better say one that's on here, otherwise I won't be happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if it is just looking at it. I'd really hope it is. Um, oh, there's more than I thought. Um, I, I, I'm more of an advocate for if it's not broke, don't fix it. And people just need to bear with me because I will explain because I'm sure you'll ask why I'm not going to stick with the three slash five at the back. I'm right. going for a, a four, three, one, two. Okay. Four. You have to. If you, you can't find it, it might be a four, one, three, two, if that's the best nearest you can get to it. But it essentially has. Four, two. Well, four, twos, no, three, one, five, three, two, four, three, three. <laughs> uh, five, four, one, no, three, five, two, no, four, four, three, two, one, three, 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 one. No. I oh tell you what, have you, not have, have, you got, have, you got, have you got it there on your board? 
<laughs> yes, I do. Here we go. Here we go. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you I'm gonna put you large here. So right, okay. just bear with us and, and, and you talk us through the team. Right, I do apologize that they don't have that tactic on there. I'll probably play too much games. Um but yeah, people might think, oh Brad, taking taking a risk with the four at the back. Um, the reason there is a double right up there is because obviously, just in case Ricardo doesn't um, isn't fit, I'd have to switch it around a little bit. Um, but it doesn't really change the reason I'm putting them players in. Obvious choices: Casper um, Schmeichel and Gold. Uh, Danny Ward may have had his uh, heroics in the Carabao Cup, but I think everybody knows that Casper yeah. Schmeichel is going to be playing. What about you, Popovich? Don't forget him. Oh, yeah, who? Yeah, him. Sorry, because Scott's name's on the thing. I'm trying to make it so everybody can still see it. Um, the, now, the back pairing, um, because I've obviously taken out a defender from the solid back three, I would go with Johnny Evans. And no, don't test your eyes. That is a DA for Daniel Amate. I think if you looked at this season now and you go on current form, them two are Leicester's in form back pairing. Yes. And I think Daniel Amati right now is quite ahead of Silent Chu in what he's doing. And people may argue um, that, oh, well, Silent Chu against Evans, we know what they're capable of. But this is a game for Leicester where I think maybe having a level headed because and not a, 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 a defender that is good but has an ability to lose his head a little bit and maybe rush out too quickly to a ball. Daniel Marty is quite conservative, quite scarce um, to say, but he's very reserved and, and just gets the ball out. He doesn't like to destroy turns. He likes to get rid of the ball. And I think you're going to need that against Arsenal with the way they play the game. They like to play a bit of a counter-attacking style of football. They like to flood men forward quickly and normally pushing up to more as a four. And that's why I've gone with Leicester trying to combat that with uh, a three in midfield. Kind of Wilfred and Didi, if he's returning, because um, I'll jump to, to, to the midfield and explain the wingers. I think they're a bit self-explanatory to left and right back, but I will explain them in a second. I, and to fit all of our informed midfielders at the moment, which is uh, a fit in Didi um, and, and eligible to play uh, in Didi, Corey Samara's Samara has been really good. James Madison's turned to uh, return to his old self, and your tournament speaks for himself. This is the way I could fit them in to kind of counteract uh, uh, an Arsenal side that may try and hit Leicester hard on the attack. And that's having Wilfred uh, indeed playing realistically as a central defensive midfielder, holding that up, anchoring it up to shore up the gap for the defence if it's needed. That probably gives more freedom to Samore and uh, Tillemans to run at Arsenal and get being in around them areas for when Leicester attack. And it it probably helps the system of, of James Madison having more of a freer role because, it, 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 you know, one of them can stay up if Tillemans needs to drop back or Samore needs to drop back depending on which side Arsenal come down, which still leaves Leicester with three men up front in Madison, Vardy and Ineacho. And somebody, no doubt, available out of one of them to to be an outlet to start that attack from and get straight into Arsenal's half. And talks maybe about Luke Thomas. I would prefer to go with Castagne because, again, I think out of the 
left-sided players we've got. JJ's not fit yet. He's back in training, which is fantastic, and I'd love to see him back soon. But in terms of playing, he's not got a chance of playing. I'd be very surprised at all if he's even on the bench. Um, and I'd go with Timothy Castagne. If Ricardo's not fit, I'd just swap him to the right because I think the reason I've got Luke Thomas as my reserve, if, for, like I say, um, Ricardo's not playing, is because I think we need pace on that side because obviously we don't have the width in the midfield. We need two players that can maybe stretch that midfield and, and really make it wide and, and, and keep them options uh, to either recycle the ball if we get in a bit of trouble or stretch Arsenal's midfield if we catch them out pressing high up the field and Luke Thomas gives you that with his, his pace and, and his natural recovery rate and the same goes for Timothy Castagne and Ricardo Pereira obviously mm. all three of them in great form but yeah if, if Pereira can't play it will be Luke Thomas on the left Castagne on the right and if Ricardo can play it's just Ricardo on the right and Timothy on the left and, and that for me Chris is the only reason why I would change the formation from the three at the back because I yeah. think packing the midfield and, and 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 being able to stretch them would counteract what Arsenal will committing men forward and make them a bit more cautious of them and maybe yeah. put them on the back foot. Good points. Totally good points there. Anthony did say, though, it looks like the code to start electricity on that board. Now, if I'm honest with you, no, I think I think what Brad, the effect Brad was going for, I do believe that the effect that Brad was going for was this. <laughs> bit of bit of breaking bad there also gives the gives gives Brad a little bit of a time to have a wipe up there. Um, so no 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 Luckman Barnes. Um, no, I thought they were both very. I thought they played well and did themselves. However, uh, well, they, you know. they both got the goal. Both of the job yeah. that was required of them in in a performance that was a bit nitty gritty, which was probably yeah. expected considering ten changes were made and given the circumstances. Of the fact it was a Carabao Cup tie and and whatnot, they impressed. But I, I do think I don't see Brendan wanting to change too much. And again, we're a counter-attacking side and, and and a front four that Arsenal seem to press with. I I, I see Brendan maybe choosing to sacrifice a, a defender to stop that midfield a bit more to have that hit against Arsenal. Rather than that, and and I also think that maybe this is a game that Brandon thinks right. So aren't you still a bit jittery? If I put him in this game and something goes wrong, I'm going to have to rework his mentality again. If he's not in there, I know Daniel Marty. He's just going to deal with the ball. I know he's in confidence. He deserves to play in, and. I have to pick one. I, I, I feel Sonchu maybe misses out on this game. I do feel these players will get their chance in games to come. I think, yeah. it, you know, I won't be doing the preview. It'll be the, your royal guest and, and, and far wiser one in Craig. Well, yeah, no, I was just being polite to him. Um, 
you know, we'll do the Leeds one, but I feel you may you may see that, like Brennan says, depending on the opponent, might depend how we line up, we may see them get yeah. back into it. So both had a good midweek game, so we'll see. But that's yeah. the lineup I've got to counteract Arsenal on Sunday, uh, Saturday. See, and and Madison just coming back to yeah. form at the right time to show Arsenal yeah. what they missed out on. Yeah, it's it's almost written for him, isn't it? He couldn't have picked yeah. a better time to find his feet and form. Um, so yeah, that's why I thought, how can I fit? Because we're always thinking, how can we fit so and so in? Well, I, I I think the question that Leicester fans struggled with was how could we fit all these midfielders onto the pitch? And I thought this is the perfect team that Leicester might be able to fit them all in, and that's that that that's the lineup that I have to go for because I'm yeah. to do that. Um, Anthony, I'm going to come to the scores in a second. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it is, and it's been given more, this more of a freer role, Madison, as well. So, which I think he yeah. enjoys more. I do think he yeah, enjoys that more. Yeah, I think he was. I think that was a thing that, that maybe Brendan realized he was a bit to take a bit of blame for in the nicest mm. way possible for the slump in Madison's form because he did seem a bit frigid and a bit restricted didn't he like like he was almost yeah. told to only operate in a in a, in a square whereas now mm. you do see him sort of given that free roam if you will sort of yeah. role he's been told to have a bit of license to thrill I, as think they that, I think for a player like like him you know a bit like you know you can't imagine sort of you know, tethering uh, Gaza to one position, could you? You've got to sometimes, as no. players, that you just have to say, go where you yeah. think you're going to make the mo yeah. most effect, you know. Yeah, uh, take, take, I mean, this is how close it is in the table. Um, oh, we're on the same points as Man United. Who knew? Who knew? All uh, is at the wheel. All is at the wheel. Um, and, uh, but then you're only two points above Brentford, but uh, it is tight. It's tight between you couldn't you couldn't slip a bit of paper between our bum cheeks between Leicester and Arsenal. But um, Anthony was asking about the score, so we'll ask you yours in a second, Brad. But this is uh, we do we have so many prediction leagues going on here. You wouldn't believe it. we have obviously the prediction show. We have the prediction league on Longball.net, and then we run this. This is like an X. Well. There's me, but there's an ex-players league. I'm not saying I'm an ex-player. Um, that 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 um, that tags is is leading at the moment. But this is what we've all gone for. Um, I've gone for a two-one, and I think Leicester will beat Arsenal two-one. I think we've, we have got a whoever we play, we've got a goal in us, as in letting a goal in. Uh, I think our defence is just so unsettled at the moment. Marsh has gone for one-one. Steve Walsh is very optimistic. He's got a bit of the old Scots about him there. He's gone 3-0. Tags has agreed with me 2-1. Steve Linux has gone 1-0 to Arsenal. But the Arsenal fans don't get excited. He does do... He's so bad at this. He'll admit it. He goes reverse psychology. <laughs> he was so bad once. He just predicts that we'll lose every game in the hope that we don't. And Ian Wilson there uh, has gone 2-0 to Leicester. Uh, so we're all pretty confident. Are you, are you, Brad? I am. And I think the result will be one of them that, that people might look at and go, oh, well, good to see that Arsenal are back themselves. But it probably will be one of them where I think we'll hit Arsenal late when Arsenal are chasing the game. And I have actually gone, I've got it for, and I will be going for it on the long ball. I'm that confident in it. It's not quite the heights of North Macedonia predictions here. But I am going to put a banker 
I am going to put my... As big as your Norwich predictions, Brad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was close, though. I was close. I say, they save my blushes by playing someone awful like Brighton. Um, but um, I am going to say that Leicester probably hit hit Arsenal and a sucker punch late on uh, and, and, and turn a 2-1 into a 3-1 win. I think Leicester are going to win 3-1. 3-1. I think it'll be one... I think if it, you know what I mean? It'll be one of them three ones. It won't be like a dominant three one. No. It'll be Arsenal throwing the sink at it in Leicester, nick one, an extra one yeah. late on. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Brad, I know you've got things to do, places to go, people to see, what hair to wash and what have you. So I will let Definitely. you go. Uh, I, okay, believe it or not, mate. we're going to see each other tomorrow again in the post-match show. I know, right? Less than, less than how many hours is it? How many hours is it until we it's probably not see? Twenty-four it? hours. I'd probably say not even eighteen hours. I was thinking about know, that. Right? But, uh, just just stay online, and I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> no, yeah, it's yeah. About three o'clock tomorrow afternoon. So yeah. we'll, we'll just go live, mate. We'll just go live and just let people just see our days. We'll have our we'll have breakfast and everything. We'll just show them out. We'll do a daily vlog, mate. You know, from, do you know, from people home. people have gone off and come back and gone off and come back and think we're doing a telethon. Together <laughs> <laughs> all the time, but hey, yeah. good luck in what you're going to do afterwards. Um, cheers, buddy. Thanks for the Leicester flag, mate. Enjoy it, and thanks very much for this and your tactics, etc. Uh, I will see you tomorrow afternoon at three, hopefully, talking about three points for the uh, the foxes. Yeah, hopefully, and thanks everybody for joining in. Uh, thanks, Maisie, for uh, becoming a member. That's great, it helps. Helps this channel out loads. Chris, really appreciate it. Uh, we all do here. Uh, and thanks for everybody who's joined in and hit the sub button. And I will see you all very shortly in this case. <laughs> Take care, bud. Thanks very much. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. And this is exactly, um, if I can find it, um, there we go. He says, famously, now what have uh, we got? Yes, here. Here is where you're going to see that. Post-match show tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And I'm going to do this just one more time because I do love it. Just for all the Arsenal fans, if you are still in here, some breaking news about Arsenal. Apologize, I'm continue. <laughs> How's it working out for you? I'm getting all of these in now because tomorrow <laughs> you could be getting your own back on us. <laughs> I'm a little bit, I'm not going to say I'm not worried. I'm not going to say not worried. <laughs> Big Grom, <laughs> yes, it does make me laugh. It does make me laugh. Um, guys, if you've not watched it yet, do me a favor. Because uh, we did a show last night at nine o'clock. As you know, we do the big fat football quiz uh, when we have all the different players, uh, one player, uh, one fan on from each team in the Premier League. And um, we're struggling now. We've gone through the main teams and 
Norwich, etc., sort of running a bit scared. Uh, so we brought a new quiz out called The Race. Now, it's not totally football. There's a couple of football questions in there, but it's general knowledge. If you get a chance, please go to the YouTube channel, Leicester Till I Die TV. Look under quizzes, which is one of the banners towards the bottom of the page, but look under quizzes and you'll see the race. It's the Burnley fan taking on the Leicester Quizmaster. Just want to know, give me your thoughts. What you thought about it? Was it good fun? Did you enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it because it wasn't football related totally? And it was, you know, more general knowledge. We tried to have a bit of fun. Just try to make it into say something a little bit different. Because a lot of things are all the sort of much of a munch is, you know, you, you look at all the different shows on all the different channels and you can see that they're, they're the same. So I was trying to do something a little bit different. Don't know whether it came off or not. It was, it was a pilot show. So a few things may have gone wrong on that. <laughs> and a few tweaks to do. But please, and then get on to, um, you can leave the note on, on, on the show on YouTube. Just post a comment. Let me know what you thought of it. Because if, you know, if, if people don't like it and it's fair enough, then basically there's no point in doing it. But uh, let us know. We had a laugh doing it. Hopefully, if you watch it, you'll have a laugh as well. So I am going to be popping over in just over an hour to This Is Luca's Life. It's an Arsenal fan channel. Um, there's myself and, I uh, say, Luca and another Arsenal fan going to be on there. Uh, not the one I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, hopefully. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's at 9 o'clock. Uh, no doubt they will be giving me some grief uh, about, Arsenal, about Leicester. Get their own back. Go for it, lads. It's all a bit of banter. Uh, catch me on there. Say, this is Luca's Life at 9 o'clock. And then we will be back. Back tomorrow at 3 o'clock, like I say, for the post-match show. And then we are also going to be back uh, at 6 o'clock on Sunday. When you would normally be watching Antiques Roadshow, turn it off. Come and watch me and Miss Molina, who is a big Arsenal fan, and will be reviewing the game whichever way it has gone, win, lose or draw. It's been a pleasure. Remember, if you want to watch this back, pop on over to YouTube. Um, Scott says thanks on I'll be on and give them some stick nice one Scott message me on Facebook I want to have a chat with you afterwards Scott if you can do um, YouTube Less Little I Die TV thanks to Maisie for the um, the, group, uh, the the joining the uh, the membership as Brad said really do appreciate it Maisie uh, if you want to help support the channel you can make a donation through a super chat on here or you can become a member and there's a few extra little uh, uh, freebies and what have you that you get and uh, one of them we are going to be bringing out a Leicester till I die clothing range and hats and, and things like that so it's worth worth actually um, maybe joining and seeing what you get because you get a better discount. If you prefer to listen to us, don't forget you can catch us on your main podcast platforms, including Google, Anchor, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, etc., etc. Smart speaker, just say play the podcast, Lester till I die. Um, <laughs> the captain, first time catch you live, always busy. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, you've caught us. Just as we're leaving, tell you what you need to do, the captain, is subscribe, and then you'll get the reminders about when we go live. So subscribe, and you'll get a notification. And of course, you can always go and watch on catch up. So sorry about that. Was hope you all right. Thanks for joining us, even though it was at the last minute. And uh, so get over there, subscribe. Well, you are over there, obviously on YouTube. Subscribe, and you'll never miss a show. Mm, I'm on. I'm on more often. 
than the Welsh are on the sheep. Let's just leave it at that. Thanks very much. I'll see you at nine on This Is Luca's Live. Good night, guys. Stay safe. Here's to a Leicester win tomorrow. Come on, you foxes. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Until I die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. By fans.